Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. Here I'm joined by an interesting soul for snacks and sometimes full-blown banquets. We share conversation and confessions, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, snazzy heads. Welcome to the first of these new, slicker-sounding and just all-round better, actually, hooverings. To relaunch things off with a bang, I'm talking to an absolute superstar, host, no less, of Late Night Mash. It's my friend, megastar comedian, Rachel Paris. Before we get into it, I want to thank you for listening. That's it, really. Thanks for doing it, and please keep doing it. Things are on the absolute up and up over here. We've got some of the funniest, most heart-filled, fascinating guests ever coming your way over the future months. If you could tell other people about Hoovering, subscribe to it and give it a five-star review, I'll love you forever, which is quite a good deal, actually, I'd say. We've got new ways of you getting in touch with me. You can email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com, and now you can text or WhatsApp voice note me. Our number, our phone number, is 07462855271. Message me all your eating achievements and failures, please. I'd love that. And keep an eye on social media. I'm going to be asking for feedback on specific questions and topics from you guys. And if you're lucky, your offerings will be mentioned on future podcasts. Exciting, please. 
If you've stuck with me on Patreon, even through these uncertain times, I am deeply grateful. So much so that I've just packed the tears fuller than they have ever been before with goodies. For example, from as little as a few quid a month, you can get a load of exclusive content. If you're interested in joining that gang, please do check it out. Patreon.com forward slash The Hoovering Pod. Finally, I am on tour. My stand-up show, Wench, is in its last weeks of a mighty mega tour. My last dates, starting with tonight, that's the 4th of November, are in Portsmouth, Guildford, Bristol, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Edinburgh, Brighton, Salisbury and Colchester. I'm keen as a sausage to have you at any of those dates that aren't sold out. Come, 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 please. Tickets available via my website, jessicafosterq.com. Right, let's hoover. Rachel and I met for lunch in a really glorious Japanese restaurant in Balham called Taro. There is the odd bit of background noise, what with it being a restaurant, it was packed with families having lunch, but worry not, we drown most of that out with our excitement about the feast. And we started with some interesting drinks. It's a Japanese lemonade. And I watched Rudy have one in Edinburgh, but it was a fancy flavour. And I think it isn't... um, I don't think it's... What's the word? I don't think it's fizzy until this marble drops down inside it. And I think you have to... Do you push it in or do you just turn it? I'm so excited. I'm scared. I might have to ask for instructions. I'm asking a grown-up. Look at this. Oh. Precautions. That's in French. The product design prevents the marble escaping. Do not attempt to remove it. Oh, how do you get well, it in the drink? Yeah, how do you get the... I'm so sorry, I just need an idiot's guide to how to get this drink open up and make the bubble go down. Right, so there was a green something with it. Yeah. Oh! You use that. Oh! And then you push that down yes, onto sir. there. You have to just push it from the green first. Okay, so it first. Oh. Oh. And then you push it. Here is it. It's so exciting. It is. It's going fizzy now. Wow. There's oh, a marble in my drink. There's a marble in my drink. She's small, but she's... Now, this is, this is all I'm going to drink in life now. Is marble lemonade. Wow, it's sweet. It's <laughs> that's, that's my that sweet, sweet, nice. sweet lemonade. Oh, yeah, in every I sense. At first, you were making a face if that hits the spot. No, now I'm like, it, that's a lot. Saccharin, it? yeah, lot. that's saccharin. I'm going to pour it in here and hope that that ice dilutes some of the, Oh, no, it's not built for pouring. That marble gets in the way. Mm. I'm keeping this glass as a souvenir forever. What's the marble made of? It sounds like glass. Oh, so is it plastic or glass? It's a classic marble. Ooh, I've accidentally fizzed the whole twat up. Chemical reaction. Yeah. What's happened? Mine's a blown already. Yeah, I know. Can I have ten pure prawns? Yes, you bloody can. Thanks. Have whatever you like. I'm one of those people who likes buffets or a meal of starters. Yes. yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I like, love it. I know what you mean. I'm one of those people who likes that, but just over-ordering generally. Yeah, I have been known to like, you know, um, like in a gastro pub, like the classic gastro menu, I'll have like, like, halloumi bites, yeah. and chicken liver pate on toast, yeah. and 
like bassoon. Got- <laughs> 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 like, like things starters and then I'm full. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's perfect. Because then you get it is the way to do everything. it. Um, yeah, I did. If, if I was allowed double starter instead of put, I'd take that option any day. God, you can get brown rice green tea. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try that. I learnt recently that if you, do you like coffee? Yeah. Me too. But if you don't like coffee, to get the most polyphenols from your tea, yeah. you should have green tea. Oh, really? Yeah. But it tastes bad, in my opinion. Green tea does. Yeah. Is it a case of leaving the bag in too long? Probably. Is it go a bit like, um, what's, oh, you're going to learn quite quickly, but for someone with this podcast, I've got an embarrassingly narrow vocabulary when it comes to describing <laughs> tastes. I'm just going to say it tastes a bit, is it tanniny? Like, yeah, it's tanniny, it's dry. It's dry. dry. No, it's liquid, it tastes dry. Yeah. You've nailed it. Yeah, there's a yeah. powdery element to it, which I don't like. I like, you know, your lemon and ginger. Mm. Like chamomile. Yeah. I'm alright with. But the green ones, mm, it tastes like water gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but I know yeah. some people are really into it, and good for you. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say really into it, but um, when it, what I'm excited about the one that says brown rice is I think it might taste a popcorn. I think I might have had yeah, it once before. Nice. I like those flavours. Yeah. There's something called, they serve it at um, Milk, which is a cafe in here, Black Lime Horchata. Ooh. Which is a rice drink, <gasps> but they put a little burn on the top, so you get like this. It's really nice. It's a creamy, creamy, sweet drink, and mm. then you've got this really sharp bit of taste on the top. Oh yeah. So nice. Oh, I like anything like that, especially toasty flavours like that, oh, that like yeah. smoky, toasty business. Yeah. Yum in my tarm. Right. Well, we will talk about what we're eating when we're eating. Yeah. When we're eating it. But on, first, yeah. I'll ask you other things. That's how you. That's how you begin asking questions. You go. <laughs> Ready? Have you ever had to eat anything memorable as part of work? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of quick, yeah. I didn't prepare for this, but I have the perfect answer, which is I had to do a commercial casting. Yeah. And oh, did you have to eat in the casting? Yeah. Oh, here we go. And get this, it was for... It's such a good example of, like, the mistreatment of performers being asked <laughs> to do terrible things. So it was for... Um, some, uh, <coughs> some kind of, like health product like gut health or something like okay. that I can't remember if it was a yoghurt or something like that but the, the idea the concept of the advert was you shouldn't have to work this hard to be gut healthy and the men when they were just auditioning for it had to down six raw eggs what and the women had to eat quickly and a whole massive bowl of raw kale just oh. for the audition and they were can we swear yeah they were assholes. They were real assholes. I was expecting the worst one after that. <laughs> Check in. <laughs> they were like really enjoying the power of it. And I started eating it and they were like, it's got to be much quicker than that. You've got to eat it much quicker. And I was gagging. It was so <gasps> disgusting. Like raw oh, yeah, It's so gross. It's got such spiky and leaves. Finish it because they're basically like, if you didn't finish the bowl, you were quitting the audition. Essentially, and because they, they were like, it's like the Hunger Games. I know. What is this? And to like, to be fair to them, I suppose if this is the concept, I don't have this is the concept of rather, but like, I suppose if the concept is you're going to have to do this for the job, so we need to make sure you are capable of doing it. Yeah. But 
Well, that needs to be on the brief, I think, before you even yeah, get this. Like, yeah. for this, we're we going to need someone who is... Yeah, it would. I think a lot, way less people are going to put their hand up and be like, yeah, do you know what, on the off chance of maybe getting a job, yeah. I'm going to put myself through an entire bowl yeah. at speed of raw kale. Yeah, so, like, that's nothing about 40 actors in central London that day, 86 royals. Oh, that's going to make some people instantly sick, isn't it? It did, yeah. Oh, my God, that's the most extreme answer anyone's ever given. <laughs> I love it. It's made me love it. Um, you, were you all right? I was all right. Obviously, I, I do want to know if you got the job. Did you get the no, job? I never used to get. I never used to get adverts. I no. always wanted them. Obviously, for the money. Yeah. And I never. The only one I ever got was Baptiste. Oh, lovely, the old um, spray-on shampoo. Yeah, which I do. I live by. I only really discovered it recently, and it's changed my life. Yeah, it Edinburgh. Does. It was in Edinburgh at the Fringe, and I was like, why have I been washing my hair so often? I know. Also, I'm an old lady now, so when I wash my hair, loads of it falls out. That's not a thing to talk about in an Eastern <laughs> But, like, it all, like, you know, too much of it molts away when I wash it. Now I can wash it way less, because I can just spray yeah. it with... I remember Same. Caroline maybe once hitting the nail on the head. It smells of new taxis, Batiste. Yes. It smells of a fresh new car yeah. or a taxi. Which is, in the scheme of things, fine. Yeah. It's a smell you're fine with. <laughs> Yeah. Given the alternative. Clean, fresh, clinical. Yeah, uh, lovely. I got onto oh Batiste. Yeah, I think. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I went to it years ago, you know. I think it's because I'm blonde. You could get away with, like, before it was good. Yeah. Batiste. I think before it had the, the brand yeah. Batiste on it. Um, before that, I honestly used to put towels in my hair on a bad day in a rush. It's pretty much the same thing. It's the same stuff. I think it might be the same stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's 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 solid rather it than them um, gas. It honestly just as well. I think, I, I feel like I used cornflour once. And that's not a good idea. I mean, it's, it's cornflour's revolutionised frying tofu at home for me, but yeah. I'd never thought you to use it. Hair. Yeah. Something to think about. <laughs> and then stop. Stop thinking about it. Think about, but... Don't action the thought. Yeah. Don't action the thought. Clumps. I'm thinking clumps. Yeah, I'm feeling clumps. Clumpy. I can't now remember why I was so reluctant to wash my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I must have been. <laughs> oh, Sue, claggy clumps. Yeah. I love it. Talc's a great one. Talc's a great idea. It's a good shout because it is. It is separating. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's lovely. I um, I only sort of rediscovered talc as an adult recently. I thought of it as a childhood dust. <laughs> it's one, uh, one of the childhood dusts. Yeah, yeah. it smells of babies and yeah. it's a childhood dust. But, oh, it's really lovely to slather a bit on after a shower, isn't it? Even as a grown I've done it recently and I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Give it a go, because actually I think, if anything, I'm gravelier of skin and out than I was as a child and I need it more than ever. <laughs> Um, yeah, fabulous. Oh, that's the best answer ever in terms of eating and food for work. Because you should travel a lot for work, like me. Um, do you have you ever eaten anything interesting in transit? Mm. Good question. It makes me think of times I fucked up. I think where I've tried to take something too nice. You get so sick of having handheld food. It's something you can sort of fist into your mouth. So it's trying to like, sort of consume a liquid with a spoon whilst driving is yeah, the terrible errors I've made. I still can't drive. Okay, and I good started having lessons a year ago. And then, you know, there's a thing you can't get the driving test. No. Yeah, you've got to book it before you've had one lesson. Because... And this car even sounds like... Snap. 
not the stupid food question. I'll come back to it. But like, so I'm now finally. I mean, this, for four months, I've been trying to book any driving test, any amount into the future. Right. And they've only just opened up 2023. So now I've got one in February. Oh wow! And I can't wait. Cause I've done my entire like all the years up to now touring yeah. on trains, carrying a keyboard. Yeah. Like, of course. So it's slightly different because you can eat on a train, but it's the same. Which is you're looking for food that you'll probably still want to eat when it's like a bit squashed. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and not in a nice environment. Yeah, totally. So actually, sushi, weirdly, even though you want sushi cold, is quite good because on a train, there's an element of freshness about it. Yeah. Which you want on a warm, horrible train journey. But it's like, it's like quite healthy yeah. and good. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't smell. I think that's key on yeah. trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a prawn bang bang poke bowl on a train last night and it was on I'd saved it because I had a fridge in my dressing room for the train home because I thought lovely nice quiet train home no not when there's a train strike the following day absolutely rammed but I still belligerently ate it up even though I was absolutely hemmed into a corner by strangers I love it when you get exactly the right thing on tour sometimes and the time when that's I, I think probably the food that I most adhere to in terms of location is if I go and do somewhere by the seaside, I make a point of getting good fish and chips. Yeah. But I have got that rock. Where did I go? South End, I got absolutely right. Yeah. Found, I can't remember the name of the place, but somewhere right near the theatre, the palace. Oh, lovely. South End. Fish and chip shop place, right opposite there. So delicious, amazing. The most, because generally they're like, you know, you get a huge stodgy meal and you do it before getting on stage. But yeah. I do, I love it. I, I do too, all. yeah. I've had tour supports really laugh in my face, photograph me, try and shame me, but I feel nothing but pride. Nothing, yeah. nothing, because I hate to be hungry. Yeah. I want to be full. But I went to. Um, amazing, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Smash it. And I went to Margate on tour um, to do that lovely old fit. Um, no, the one, there is only one. Yeah, yeah. the old Margate. The Margate Royal Theatre. That's it. Theatre Royal Margate. Theatre Royal Margate. We got the words in the right order. Um, <laughs> and then um, I wanted fish and chips and I was determined, but I was in a hurry. Yeah, and oh so I no. Went to the first fish and chips. Oh like, no, wow. there's some real duds in Margate. Thank, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I yeah. deliberately won't name them, but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a very... So, I think this is the sign. It, fish and chips was the fifth cuisine that they served. Oh, oh no! <laughs> They were like, I suppose we're at Seaside, we might as well say we Oh, <laughs> shit. It was bad. Oh, I know exactly the sort of horror you'll be in for. Yeah. My biggest success story on that front was Aberystwyth, actually. The oh, one opposite really? the pier. Um, there's a few nice ones along the seafront. I don't know that they've got duffs, actually, there, because it's so small. But um, the one opposite the pier is fucking large. Yeah. Um, oh, I really like it that you'd happily put fish and chips away just before a gig as well. You're the only other person I've met who's up for that. And mmm, <laughs> mmm, they're doing my most nice. Well, they're listeners. warm. I've dropped my sushi in my mouth. Oh, I'm not very good with these chopsticks. I'm, I'm sure they can manage to cut a fork. No, no. I don't mind if you use your hands. Mm-hmm. I might use my hands up Yeah, cut your hands in. Um. I've just got Rudy into sushi. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, actually, in this summer, I was like, this is one of those things I've been waiting for, to be able to do this with you. Um, 
they, and he insists on using chopsticks initially, but just sort of just mashes everything into a just a filthy mess um, that you hope no one's looking at and judging. And then, and then her, then fists in once it's already in sort of sort like of minced sushi. <laughs> Eat it however it works for you. Yeah, totally. And I think actually you get you get away with absolute murder like that one six. Oh wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's a bonus meeting soup. I didn't even know it was coming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um it's a sushi nice. It's so nice. Oh good. Oh that's really yummy. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I can't remember where you grew up. No, Leicester. Yes, buddy, Leicester. Good remembering. Mm, you said early. Thank you. Good remembering. Um, um, what was eating like for you growing up? It was very... Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because when you're growing up, you know yeah, yeah. to you. Of course. So, here's what I remember the food we would have. Lunch, whether, sort of whether at school or at home, was cheese sandwich. Oh, great. Every day. God, I love finding out stuff like this. And you'd never question that. Now, talk to me. Was there ever anything else in there? Cucumber, pickle? Not that I remember. Because I was a packed lunch girl. Right. So... It was. I would say the word for growing up, the food was simple. Yeah. And I still like that. And I'm married to a foodie who right. loves incredibly complicated, <laughs> fancy food. And, and the heat, obviously, in my adult life and then being with him, so I introduced me to increasingly complex food. Right. So I still come back to when I'm anxious, when I'm in need of comfort, when I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple food. Great. And just... A cheese sandwich, I'd now... I think I would have it with, like, cucumber or something. Yeah. But just on its own, butter... Yeah. Butter and cheese. 
Um, what sort of bread? It varied in our house. Oh, did it? Okay. My mum's quite healthy, so she would have bought brown bread. My, my dad's more indulgent, and he would have bought white bread. White and my dad still buys <laughs> treats now, like desserts and stuff, and my mum's like, oh, let's. Uh, <laughs> <it's not> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Pudding. Me and my dad love like a sponge pudding. Oh, great. And we'd ha- and like, you know, breakfast would be um, normal cereal or sometimes my dad was the fryer mm-hmm. in the household. So he right. sometimes cook breakfast. Cook breakfast weekend. As weekends. a teenager, I do remember I hated going in the morning and it would be literally like the Nutri-Grains I left the house. <laughs> Nutri-Grains. <laughs> Played a huge role in my teenage <laughs> breakfast years. Culinary, culinary repertoire. Um, and God, that's like, so funny. Um, my mum's like a good cook. Yeah. Um, and quite so, so it was quite often like a meat and two veg type dinner. Okay, cool. But she also did like a lasagna, and then she started cooking mm. curries. Ooh. Really nice. Um, as I got a bit older, I don't feel like she did that much. Yeah. Like, she did stir fries and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it was, I would, like, we didn't have, for example, I only found out about things like hummus, yeah. avocado, mango, like yeah. things that are quite, uh, definitely were seen as very exotic and just not yeah. talked about. And n- neither did any of my friends as well. But <laughs> the way you said not talked about <laughs> made me think that, like, well, they were taboo in our house. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mention You do not. Did you just... Did you say the H word? <laughs> While you're under my roof, young lady. We will not, not say, say the H that. word. I will not speak it out loud. No. But yeah, they were, I, remember, I remember like, when I found out about hummus at uni, <laughs> uni I was like, I loved it. And yeah. I have like a, pot, a big family pot of hummus for a meal. Yes. Yes. Oh God, so many things you've said have really resonated. I'm... I, I I think I've I do what Marcus has done to Steph. Uh, right. Like the other, I want to like make everything really overcomplicated. And like, if it's like, well, all you've got in is some cheese and some bread, then I'll have a cheese sandwich. But I will be a little bit resentful about that. <laughs> like I want, my, I want if I'm going to stop and sit down and eat something, I want it to bring me great joy. And I actually I'm so aware that's to my detriment in the sense that it's like. We've got stressed out about something that was also still going to be delicious. And actually, in my mind, if I think about a cheese, like, just cheddar, and actually I think I really would want, like, spread rather than butter and, like, a claggy white bread. That's a fucking sick... That's delicious. It can be just one. That's so... That's a great idea. I have now got into small pieces, Branson pickle. Oh, I love it. Small pieces, Branson pickle's an absolute game-changer. It's almost weird that it took them so long to think of that, frankly. But I like to have an amount that I don't want other people to watch me having. By the way, I did end up getting the amazing popcorn tea, if anyone else wants a bit of that. I do, yes, Yeah, it's exciting. Thank you. Smells Try some prawn tempura. I'm going to try prawn tempura and swap you. For other things. Oh wow! Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you very much. That's great. Oh god, I'm excited about this. That's chicken. Mmm. That's so nice. The batter's so Mmm. I wonder what is in that tempura dip as well. It's so good, isn't it? Do you? So that I can get more of it on. But it would be against the rules. 
the option of heating it. I'm not, I don't not like a heated wheat bit. I like a heated wheat bit. Right. And then a little bit brown sugar on top. Oh, it's the way to go. I so think there nice needs to be something. Um, wheat bits is one of those things I, can, I watch people around me enjoy and I understand why they're enjoying it, even yes. if it, it's not how it works out for me. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> wow, look at that. Oh my God, amazing. Shit, yeah. Oh, I've got more red amame as well. Anybody who wants to try, get in the old try try stations. Is there anything that you think demands to be eaten in a particularly ritualistic way, like in a certain order, or fast or slow? I'm just thinking of like a roast, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the most compartmentalised things, isn't it? It's like okay. Everything. Yes, it's true. And. I don't enjoy the mess of a roast. I was going to say, if you're somebody who um, who likes to have like lots of smaller sharing plates, so you yeah. get all the, to try all the different things, then a roast is like one. It kind of all tastes of one thing, and it is one plate yeah. of. Like, there's loads on a roast that I like. Yeah. Love stuffing. Yeah. Love a Yorkshire pudding. And I don't approve of any roast that doesn't have Yorkshire No. Like, again, there's conventions. It's like, and you don't have the Yorkshire pudding with that kind of roast. I'm like, what are you on about? You put the best bits on every roast. We've got one life. Yeah. That I really don't understand. Well, don't Why understand. would anyone go, well, oh, do you know what? Just, just have a stuffing bowl. No matter what the meat. Even if it's yeah. beef, just make some stuff. Yeah. Anyway. But. Oh, I couldn't agree more. But, like, you know when there's a lot of different sauces and they're all on the same plate and you've got yeah. if you've got collie cheese it's going into the gravy yeah and then maybe I don't I'm not a fan of like bread sauce no cranberry really I'm, I'm, there's just too much going on there's too many different things going on bread sauce as well is I mean that blows my mind that's liquid that. that's liquid bread that's yeah. really but did it come from the war? Presumably, I mean, it fucking tastes like it did. <laughs> it's one of those things where if somebody likes it, and I do know loads of people who like it, and you go, it does feel like, are you alright? Yeah. Like, how hungry are you for that to be the thing you're craving? But people who have otherwise, like, quite sophisticated tastes yeah. in food, like, oh, I love bread sauce. It's like, do you? Oh! You, that's what you feed a hedgehog in the <laughs> 
saucer. Yeah, it's what you'd give an orphan in the old days. <laughs> it's cruel. It's cruel. Call cool it what it is. Yeah. It's worse than gruel, isn't it? Yeah, do you want gelatinous gruel? Yeah. With your nice tasting food. It, it does, it gets thicker, doesn't it? Yeah. It becomes a paste. Yeah. It it becomes cornflour and hair. <laughs> Quick fire questions. What's the weirdest thing you ever ate? It's quite weird. Just sort of fish, isn't it? No, but it is a weird fish, and it's got sword in the name. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all seafood is quite odd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen an angler fish? Yeah. Yeah, fuck me. My God. Yeah. yeah. I know they're normalised, but mussels oh. yeah. are Five really weird. Fucking weird, yeah. Bloody delicious, though, garlic and cream. Oyster. No, you've done a face. I wish you could see her. I wish you could hear Rachel's face. Um, okay, what's the most futuristic thing you've ever eaten? I've had um, sweets that are Japanese that you make yourself. So you, they, give, they send you in the post like sachets of powder and then you make up the liquid and then they send you in molds. Uh, my stepdaughter made them actually. Love it. Uh, it's really, yeah, first, first, had a stepdaughter. And yes, you make them, they're like, they go to like tiny burgers and little tiny Oh, amazing, and you make like pretend that. food. Yeah. And you can get kits to make your own yeah, ones. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm, that is a future because I'm going to look them up for Rudy's birthday. Yeah. He loves pretend that sweets that look like burgers and pizzas yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He will play, he will ask to go back to like an arcade where you collect tokens again and again and again for like three years to get like 9,000 tokens so that you can buy one sweetie pizza. It's nice just learning about perseverance. Yeah, perseverance and wasting money. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever found in something that you're eating? Some traditional ones I found a worm and apple. Have you? God, lovely to hear that that happens IRL. Oh, I know. This was a deal breaker in a flat and everything. I was very happy in the flat, it was a bit messy, dirty, and, um, and I'm quite messy. Um, I was having cereal, and there were, I called the cereal, and I went to have the spoon. I can't remember if I'd have a spoon already, and there were like, <gasps> oh. and it was like, I'm Fuck. My head. Yeah, maggots the worst thing you can find. Something that's the best answer ever, ever. I ha- opened a, a box of Dorset cereals muesli, which is posh, at my ex aunt-in-law um, one Christmas, and um, I hadn't realised it was a decade out of date. Um, and actually, it didn't have maggots in, but it tasted of like bleach. Something had gone. Like, I don't know if the plastic, like bag, had permeated. The f- like the, f- the dried fruits in there or something, but it was like <gasps> it tasted like my mouth was like danger, danger. Like yeah. I had to like I had to gob it out. I couldn't so swallow it. I was like, Whoa. Um, okay, um, um, five second rule: yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Great. Very lax about that. Ten second rule, twenty second rule. Ten year rule. Ten year rule. It was for me with the Dorset series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depends what state your floors in. Oh, that's a really fair. It's an absolutely valid caveat. Generally, definitely five seconds. If, if the floor's been cleaned in the last like few days, perfect. Then I'm like, no, no. who needs plates? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, love it. No other option. Would you eat a person? Yes. Great. But just be a little bit fussy about how they're presented and what, yeah, what you can see. Yeah, <laughs> I want them lean. <laughs>
One night, the sun doesn't set. It stays liquid and starts pouring molten lava rain down on us earthlings. And sure, it might be pretty. And yeah, shepherds are inexplicably delighted. But for fuck's sake, most of us are really miserable because it's deadly smolting death. Hashtag Pompeii 2 apocalypse. Luckily, the sun has agreed to reset, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, Rachel, personally handpick every bit of plastic out of the sea with just a snorkel, no breaks, and all the while humming simply reads, holding back the years, so that no one can sneak you any sustenance down your snorkel spout. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. You're the woman who saved us all from a um, lava sky apocalypse. Um, your reward is obviously the adulation of all people for all time, the status of deity. But your reward in the moment, and bearing in mind you are the happiest and hungriest you've ever been. It's the opposite of a last meal. It's a feast of your dreams. If you were the happiest and hungriest you've ever been, and nothing had any consequences, I couldn't give a fuck about health, any of that shit, what would be your dream thing to eat and to drink? And if there's a who, with, and where, you can have a who, with, and where. It would be spaghetti carbonara. Oh. Crispy bits of bacon. Mm. This sometimes like really crispy little crumbles. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's no chewing, like yeah. not overly creamy, like proper like made like the egg. Yeah, yeah, fancy. Chefy. Fancy. Yeah. I would have lemon meringue. Lemon meringue. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of meringue, like, like twice as much meringue. Quite high. And on a lemon, it's quite like, it's like soft, isn't it, the meringue on there, with like burnt looking peaks. How lemony is the lemon bit for you? Very lemony, mm. but not like, there's no actual bits of lemon that make you go. Oh, the, the flavour of lemon, but none of the texture. You don't want to taste any pith. Buttery biscuit face. Buttery biscuit face. <laughs> um, I have it with mm. Love dry one. Dry one. I suppose I have it with my husband. That's nice. That's nice. I don't know if I said else. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be all right if you were like, it's Martin Luther King again. Oh yeah, I could say that. Yeah. Yeah. And for all we know, Martin Luther King might have eaten like a pig. Yeah. <laughs> might be sat there and you'd be like, wow, God, absolutely ruining my bloody carbonara, Martin. <laughs> no, you won't say. Lovely. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, you led. Hoovering Podcast. What a gorgeous, lovely episode, please. What a way to see in my swanky new business of an upgraded, relaunched podcast. You can shortly go and see Rachel at her absolute pinnacle. She is the most insanely talented improviser and she is in Ostentatious, which is on in London's West End at the Arts Theatre from the 7th of November till the 19th of December. It's Jane Austen reimagined by Rachel and some of the other best improvisers of a whole generation, I would say. Follow her on social 
social media at Rachel Paris. I'm sure you're already following her, but it's Paris with two R's if you're about to look her up now. Do it, do it. Um, Also, come see me on tour, please, from now still to the end of November. Tickets for that are available on my website, jessicafosterq.com. And, 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 because um, Wench, which is the name of the show, um, sold out the great big Leicester Square Theatre, I'm putting on some extra shows from the 11th to the 14th of January at Soho Theatre. Tickets for that also available on my website. Follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on at Jessica Foster Q. Send us voice notes, pictures, WhatsApps to 07462855271. Email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com. I'll be storing all your beautiful offerings up and discussing them in future episodes. Keep an eye on our social media for any specific questions and topics that we'll be asking you to contact us about. Links to everything interesting mentioned today are, as ever, in the podcast notes. Hoovering is presented and created by me, Jessica Foster The music is by Jake Yap, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.